Welcome back to another Teacher's Cup of Coffee. So psyched to be here. You know, if you haven't started school already, I bet it's coming at you this week or next week. So last episode, we talked about re-energizing ourselves and how the summer's supposed to do that. And then we talked about what we can do in our classrooms to really capitalize on feeling re-energized. Well, today we're going to talk about that re-energized feeling again, but now we're going to talk about in our personal lives. Because, you know, we can plan for our classroom, yes, but as we start a new school year, if we want to be at our best, we got to plan for ourselves just as importantly. How we take care of ourselves, and especially starting strong in September and October on how we take care of ourselves and how we make sure we're at our best really can have a major impact on how we perform in the classroom. You know, so many aspects of our life get so much momentum in the summer, and we can't lose that. We can't lose that. We got to keep those good things going, but it takes work on our part. It takes focus. It takes dedication. How we feel as a person, there's no way around it. It has a major impact on how we perform as an educator. We are in the most human of all careers. And how we feel as a human can't help but impact how we perform as a teacher. And you know what? Our kids deserve mentally healthy adults. Our kids deserve us to be as at our best as, as often as possible. Sure, we're not going to be perfect all the time. We're all humans, again. But we should be at our best as often as possible. So, you know, taking care of yourself and starting the school year right in terms of how you take care of yourself, it's different for everyone. But here are some suggestions. Hopefully you can grab onto some of these. Let's start with stuff at home at home. Number one, I believe in setting a sleep goal as we enter the school year. We all know how much sleep we need to function our best, and it's different for everyone. I need seven hours. If I don't get seven hours, I'm not as good as I could be the following day. So figure out how much do you need, and then you do the math. What time do you got to get up to get at school the right time? That means what time do you got to go to bed, and then focus on actually going to bed at that time. We're probably on a different sort of circadian rhythm right now. We're probably on a different schedule. But we got to focus on it right away. We can't get bad sleeps for two weeks to start the school year. We got to get the right amount of hours right from the jump to be at our best. Number two, pick a day that you won't bring work home. If you're like many incredible educators, work comes home every day. Pick one day where it doesn't and then stick to it. If that's every Wednesday, stick to it. Even if you have to stay at work 20 minutes longer, stay a little bit longer, but don't bring work home. We need that mental break. We need an afternoon and evening where we're doing something different. Number three, have a weekend day that you do no schoolwork at all. Clearly, Saturday is the one most of us choose where we just let it go for Saturday. But you got to pick one. You can't be doing work both days at home on the weekend. Otherwise, you don't reset. You don't recharge. You don't, we don't re-energize like what we've been talking about. Number four, this is more of a question. What hobbies have you developed this summer that have made you happy or feel healthy? You know, it could be anything from gardening to working out to doing something you love more often, whatever it could be. 
What are those hobbies that you've developed this summer that make you feel good? And how are you going to keep them going? The best way to keep them going is put them in your calendar. So if you've been working out better than ever, you need to schedule the weekly workouts every week to make sure they continue. If you've been getting into your garden and that makes you happy, you need to figure out which day, look at the weather for this week, which day am I going to get into my garden and commit yourself to it? And of course, there's so many other hobbies that could have been developed this summer. So think about what you've been doing that makes you happy and schedule it so it continues happening. And the last one for at home, number five, who have you connected with this summer that has made you happy? You know, it's so much easier with all this extra time to reach out to friends, to family, and sort of foster those relationships that really are the foundation of who we are. You can't let that go. It can't be all these people you saw in the summer and now you're not going to see them again until next summer. You got to figure out time to see the people that make you happy in your home and personal life. So who are they and how are you going to make sure you stay connected to them this fall as the craziness of school starts? All right. The second section now, at school. What do we do for ourselves at school to make sure that we stay re-energized, we stay recharged? First one is really simple. I believe that you just need to have a bin or a box that goes on your desk or near it. This is for the stuff that comes to, you know a lot of papers coming at you when you first get back, a lot of paper. Some of it needs to be dealt with right away. That goes on your desk, you deal with it. Others don't need to be dealt with right away. They just need to be around in case you need them. Just have one box. Just put them in that bin or put them in that box so they stay in one place, but you don't have to think about them. We don't want to wake up two weeks into the school year and have our desk be a crazy mess. That won't help our mental health. So find a bin or find a box that you can make it very easy to drop stuff in that you don't need to do right away, but that can't disappear. All right. One of my favorite podcasts over ever was when we talked about finding your marigold. Quick summary. At school, there's marigolds and there's walnut trees. Marigolds are those teachers and staff members that are positive, that make us feel good about our job, that like what they're doing, that like the children, and that when you talk to them during the school day or after school, you feel better after talking to them. Those are your marigolds. Your walnut trees are exactly the opposite. Your walnut trees are those people that complain all the time, that are grumpy about the children, that are grumpy about the leadership, that are grumpy about the curriculum and they just you feel it when you talk to them they suck you in and you just lose your energy you lose your positive vibe so we have marigolds and we have walnut trees i want you to choose two marigolds at your school this is my suggestion Commit who are those two marigolds and commit yourself to talking to them multiple times a week. Seek them out. If they're not in the classroom next to you, they're somewhere else. You need to commit yourself to seeking them out. Talking to your marigolds at school will make you feel more mentally healthy. At the same time, think about two walnut trees. Who are two walnut trees that you know are going to want to talk to you right when you get back or are always going to find a way to bump into you at the photocopy machine and they're going to try to pull you into their negativity. Think about who they are. Identify them now and then start to plan. How am I going to get away from them? What's, what am I going to do? When I get cornered, how am I going to get out of that conversation? Almost like practice how to get away from the walnut trees. That is so important to not getting sucked into their negative energy. That'll keep you from feeling negative and it'll help you stay positive and mentally healthy. And my last suggestion for at school really works in the first week especially, but think about two kids that you had last year, that you had last year. And just think about 
how great they were. We're looking for good kids, kids that you really liked. And in this first week of school, seek them out. Go find them if you're if they're still in your building. If they're not in your building, maybe shoot them an email if that's acceptable in your district. Um, but go find them in your building and just say, hey, how was your summer? How's your family? What's going on? Just have a moment with them that shows them that you're still here for them, even though they're not in your grade and mainly just shows that you still care about them. They'll be different, right? It'll be a little bit of an awkward conversation. It's not easy for kids to reconnect with one conversation, but it's still important that you talk to them and you find them in the first week or two because it'll make you feel good. All right, these things I've listed take a lot of commitment. There's no doubt about it. I'm going to summarize it in the next 30 seconds. If you're into this, what I would do is press pause real quick right now, get a piece of paper, and just answer the following questions. It'll be really quick answers, not even a sentence each. But then I would recommend you look back at these answers once a week to stay focused, believe it or not, on your own mental health. All right, press pause. All right, we're back. What is your sleep goal? How many hours do you need? What time do you need to go to bed? That's number one. Number two, what weekday are you going to do no work at home? Number three, what weekend day are you going to do no work? Number four, what are some hobbies or things you started doing this summer that you want to continue? Number five, what are some relationships that you fostered or grew this summer that you want to continue? Number six, who are your two marigolds at work that you are going to seek out multiple times per week? Number seven, who are two walnut trees at work that you are going to do your best to avoid? And number eight, who are two students you had last year that you want to seek out in this first week or two to reconnect and see how they're doing? I'm telling you, if you don't take care of your own mental health, the school year will never go the way you want it to go. It'll quickly feel overwhelming, stressful, and it'll just take over. You got to take care of yourselves. I can't encourage it enough. Please check us out, NPTeducation.com, Consulting Educational Services. We're doing mentoring. We're doing short PD. We're bringing you a lot of content, including written blogs on some really cool topics, including a video blog by the Massachusetts Middle School Principal of the Year, Pete Gillen. You can check it out at NPTeducation.com, where we are trying to inspire, improve, and sustain. You can also follow us at NPTeducation on Twitter. Most importantly, I hope all of you have a great start to the school year. Remember, you want to feel re-energized in the classroom and start some new things right away. But just as importantly, you want to feel re-energized as a human being and make sure you sustain that feeling as you jump into the craziness of fall. We'll talk to you again in a few weeks. Good luck getting started. And thanks for joining us here on the Teacher's Cup of Coffee. Yeah, no you got to change again. Just you and me.